Hello, we're back, episode two. Hopefully you guys enjoyed episode one. Every single person I spoke to said that it was well needed and what a lot of people need to hear. A little bit of welcome positivity in these apocalyptic times, or at least it seems like it's apocalyptic. And obviously, I would be remiss to not turn around and say that obviously that's what we're going to be talking about in this particular episode because it is rife with regards to everybody's mindset at the moment, you know? It's quite obvious it's on everyone's minds because we're all fucking stuck indoors. And what a change since recording the last episode last week just after my disco class to now sitting here a week later and the world is looking very very different but my mindset particularly having been through this now particularly having found ourselves in the thick of this epidemic and the thick of all of the ramifications of it like the uk going into what is kind of a lockdown but not um is interesting interesting because a lot of people talking to clients this week you know coaching people it's come apparent that a lot of people are struggling to come to terms with this new alternate life and that's exactly what it is talking to my academy earlier on this week on a live i spoke about kind of railway tracks and how our lives are usually on one particular railway track. We go to work, we have our routines, our schedules, etc. And then all of a sudden, life switches over to the alternate railway track. And that's kind of what's happened with this coronavirus. We find ourselves in a position where we've got no choice but to switch over to this other side. You could liken it to the film Family Man with Nicolas Cage. And in that film, he basically wakes up in an alternate life he gets to see what life is like if he had stayed with his high school sweetheart and so the story goes on and initially he's in shock etc and there's this kind of period of oh my god he misses his old life and then as time goes on he begins to become quite fond of the children that he would have had in his former life spoiler alert by the way so you know too fucking late now (laughs) Um, and he begins to become fond of life and so much so that by the end of the film again spoiler alert he wants that life and so he wakes up in his old life and he looks towards uh the alternate life and he tries to seek out his high school sweetheart and the end of the film basically transpires that he's you know sitting in an airport stopping her from getting on a flight and they sit and have coffee and film ends there leaves the rest to your imagination and that's kind of what's going on right now there was a facebook post going around which funnily enough um Phil read out uh, this morning on this morning (laughs) who knew and it's all about this Chinese basically woman talking about life after the quarantine because they're starting to relax things now and she's talking about how you know she'll miss the tranquility of it all she'll you know going back to fast-paced life is going to seem very alien to her considering what she's been used to and I think that's how we really do have to look at this you know we really do have to look at this from a perspective of opportunity now i'm not going to go down the same spiel that i went down with the previous podcast because of course if you want to go and listen to that episode then go for it it's definitely one that we certainly all need to hear particularly now a week or several days now into what is effectively a mini lockdown but that's kind of what i wanted to touch on in this podcast because you know this whole thing is designed to be all the more motivation for you guys you know it's designed to inspire you designed to make you think and 
basically I've got a plethora of different episodes or ideas that were going to be episode two but obviously because everybody's mind is so dominated by the coronavirus and everything at the moment it doesn't make sense yet to skirt around it we definitely will for episode three but for episode two I wanted to touch on a theme that is emerging with regards to what's going on right now and there's a very very specific reason why Boris and the government are not calling this a lockdown, because it isn't. Yes, certain freedoms have been removed from us, but we still have an awful lot of freedom. The problem is, if you call it a lockdown, and people call it a lockdown, it gives people the ability to justify why they can't do certain things. We can still go out to exercise at least once a day. You'll be amazed the amount of conversations I've had with clients this week where they've gone, oh, I'm going to struggle to hit my steps. How exactly are you going to struggle to hit your steps? You can still get out. You can still get a walk done. There is no time limit on when that walk must be or even more so how long that walk can be. So the opportunity is still there. Plus, obviously, we're still able to go and pick up essential supplies, medicine, helping you know a vulnerable person, or of course, going to the supermarket, which is getting a little bit easier for those of you curious. But the thing that has become quite apparent with regards to people's mindset is you've either got the camp which are looking at what's going on right now and are seeing the opportunity as per previous podcast. They're seeing what they can do and they're looking at life in an, an, a, in a different way. But then you've also got the camp which are using this kind of situation as the excuse to go, oh, I'm going to have to eat shit because I can't go and do my normal exercise routine, you know, or um, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this, I'm not going to do that. And The thing that's really, really important to highlight at this stage is tell me a time when you went out more than once a day to exercise before, because I'm pretty fucking sure most people went out once a day to go to the gym and job was a good one, or people went out once a day for a walk previously and jobs are good one. The difference is now the government's telling you that that's all you're allowed to do. Suddenly it's a big change? I don't think so. And the same thing with the guards going to the shops. Oh my God, you can only go to the shops once a day and it's only for essential supplies. When did we go to the shops more than once a day? And I mean for food. I don't mean you're going to fucking Primark and cleaning up in your bloody fabric handbag that they give you through the door. But that's what we've got to look at with the guards this. It's very, very easy to use this situation right now as an excuse. It's so easy to look at everything that we're dealing with right now and go, nope, not able to do it because eh, lockdown. Sorry, folks, but... With regards, you know, the last few days, of course, with my business, with everything I've been doing, I've been focused quite, you know, primarily, like my entire focus has been on securing and looking after the clients that I have, making sure that they are in a position to make the most amount of progress. And I stand by what I said in the previous podcast, and I stand by what I've been saying to my clients, which is, this is a fucking amazing opportunity. This is an opportunity to live that alternate life, like Nicolas Cage in Family Man, which you would never put yourself in. Imagine someone turning around and telling you, right, life is going to change quite dramatically. And I know I'm kind of contradicting myself there, but bear with me. And this coronavirus is going to limit your interaction with other people. You're going to be quite selective about who you see, who you talk to. You know, you're going to be keeping your distance. You're going to minimize contact, which is going to free up a shitload of your time. You're not going to have people wasting your time anymore. And so... If I had said that you were going to take all of the precautions, work from home, all this jazz, get rid of the gym and all this kind of stuff, you would never do it to yourself. 
But the fact remains that we find ourselves in this alternative life and we find ourselves with this amazing opportunity that no one in for the longest time in our history has ever had. This ability where the world just pauses. Now of course a lot of us still have to go to work. Maybe in the same guise as before, maybe in a slightly altered guise. But some of us have an opportunity. You don't have commuting time, which for some people can be over two hours per day. That's two hours of your day that you've just gained. You know, you don't have the time going to the gym, 15 minutes drive there, 15 minutes back. That's another half an hour that you've gained. I did a workout this morning, my first of you know the corona apocalypse if you want to call it and it was great i was in my garden with dumbbells that were lighter than i would usually be using in the gym but it forced me to think outside the box it forced me to go back to basics as to what training and kind of using my body was all about because i didn't have the plethora of choice that we get from the gym i didn't have the usual choice you know and paralysis by analysis how many times did we take gym workouts for granted how many times do we find ourselves going, oh, I won't do it today, but we would kill for that right now. The opportunity of using all that different equipment, you know, the opportunity of variety. And now we are thrust back into a situation where we take a step back and it reminds me quite often of my coaching days, my PT coaching days, when I was one-to-one -one with a client and quite often we would find ourselves in a position where I would strip things right back to basics again, where I would go back to the simplicity of a workout. Sometimes I even do it with the classes, go back to the bare bones basics, because sometimes we can be overwhelmed with choice, overwhelmed with complexity, that we lose sight of what is actually important. My workout today was a couple of 12 and a half kilo dumbbells, a couple of seven kilo dumbbells, and a couple of resistance bands. And using those, I had one hell of a workout in the garden today, accompanied by the triplets. My academy got a live stream of it, it was quite interesting. But with that situation it forced me to really think about what i was doing it forced me to realize that right i'm going to be doing 30 40 odd reps with these dumbbells unless i get smart with them so i introduced the bands i slowed down the repetitions and instead of counting because counting with regards to home workout particularly if you're strong or stronger is fucking pointless because progressive overload at home takes on a different guise than it would in a gym. A gym is very much about a logbook and tracking your numbers, etc., and improving on those numbers. But a home workout, because of the limiting equipment, because of the limiting ability, is all about feeling. Taking your body to near on failure, maybe one rep away from failure, to really challenge it to elicit a hypertrophic response. Now, of course, it's a suboptimal way of training. That's, you know, that's a given. But it's important that we review actually what training and specifically weight training in this guise is, is all about. And that's giving your body that stimulus. It's giving it a hypertrophic stimulus and it's focusing on the feeling of training, not just being bombarded and bamboozled with the numbers. I spoke in a video, video module for my clients in the academy about uh, calories in my fitness pound use basically the same analogy that sometimes we can get absolutely blinded by the numbers and sometimes it's important to remove those numbers and just focus on what's actually important we know to reduce your body fat you've got to create a calorie deficit so sometimes it's important to just create a calorie deficit not worry about the specific calories 
Sometimes we can be absolutely blinded by the numbers that we think we can't possibly reduce our calories to create a larger calorie deficit, when in actual fact we can. We're just thinking we can't because we are paralyzed by the numbers. And so, like I said, we find ourselves in this situation, this unique situation, a situation that is unique to our generation and hopefully many, many generations into the future will never experience. And yet here we are with some of the generations still placing themselves in the category of I can't do it or I don't have time because let's not beat around the bush. We could all very easily use this coronavirus as an excuse to not get on with stuff, couldn't we? You know, being overwhelmed by stuff, not allowing life to or not allowing us to achieve our goals because stuff's happening. And I'm sorry, that excuse doesn't fly right now. A big part of me thinks that Mother Nature has kind of done this to remind us what is actually important. And there's been a lot of really lovely Facebook posts actually going around, which has done exactly that. You know, reminding us in life what is really important. There's been so many different circumstances, situations that I've been coaching people with this week. Whether that's from people that have nothing but work, and so they focus on work, 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 and so when that work is stripped away, they realize that there isn't an alternative. They realize that there's this massive void in their life where all they do is work. And so it's important that those specific people realize that it's all right to be still, that accepting what you cannot change, which you know we touched on previously, is important in this moment in time. It's important to look at things and go, right, I don't have a choice right now. I can't work, so it's actually okay for me to sit on my ass. But then it's important to look at, you know, hang on a second, I don't have anything aside from work. And that never would have happened had it not have been for this coronavirus. So with everything that we do going forwards, with everything that you focus on going forwards, don't lose sight of what is actually important. Don't lose sight of the life that you want to lead, not the life that you've ended up leading. Because this is one big, massive, dramatic reset. But at the same time, it's so vitally important that you don't use this reset, you don't use this virus as yet another excuse why you can't achieve your goals. Because the majority of people were using a plethora of different excuses before the coronavirus came along. But right now you've got time, check. You've got still got the ability to exercise, so there's no issue yet there. And yes, I know you can't get to the gym, but the gym ain't the fucking be all and end all, guys. You know, you can very easily get a very, very good workout done at home. And trust me, I'm a personal trainer, I know. I did that very thing today. And when it comes to general activity, it's important that we find things to do. It's important that we realize that actually, I've got some extra time right now. Yes, I could sit on my ass, and for a lot of people, that's exactly what they need to recognize that it's okay to be still. But for others, it's important that we use this time to be productive. Whatever camp you sit in, whatever one of those people you are, it's vital right now that you better yourself the world has given you an opportunity to look inwards. It's given you an opportunity. It's given you time. It's given you the ability to not have distraction. 
Right now, we've got day after day after day after day of being inside. And with the exception of, you know, the odd trip to the shops, etc., we got nothing but time to focus on what we're going to achieve. So we can come out of this situation no better than we were before. In fact, worse off because we are, we've been locked in. Not that we actually have. And therefore, there's fuck all we can do. And so we use this circumstance and take a victim's mentality. And so, oh no, couldn't achieve anything. Got to put on a load of weight during the coronavirus and that's it. Or you can buck the trend. Because believe me, folks, this is fucking nothing. If you go back to the Black Plague days, people were sealed into their homes. They weren't even allowed to open a fucking window. They couldn't go in the garden and do a home workout. You know, they couldn't go for a walk around the block. Wow, God forbid you've got to keep two meters from somebody. And I know, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It does suck. My business has taken a massive hit from this coronavirus. I am self-employed and I am a renter. So at this present moment in time, I am in the shittest category with regards help from the government. And let's not be around the bush. I don't get to see my family. And today, Wednesday, 25th of March, is my brother's birthday. And it sucks that I'm not sat there having a meal with him. It sucks that I'm not able to have a cup of tea with him and to celebrate his birthday. It really sucks. But I can either choose to allow that emotion to swamp me and I could focus on everything that's shit about this situation, or I could focus on all the things that I still get to do. I can focus on that mountain of to-do list and actually tick a load of it off. There was a funny meme that I saw pop up on Facebook, which was, um, here's, um, feel sorry for all of the blokes that have said to uh, their wives over the years, yeah, I'll do it later or I'll do it when I have time, that now have a mountainous to-do list plonked in front of them. They now have time. (laughs) But seriously, folks, like I said, there's so much to be shit about. There's so much rubbish about this coronavirus. There's so many things that you could be depressed about, but it's pointless. Absolutely pointless wallowing in your own self-pity with regards to the fact the world is shut down because we are all in the same boat. And it's up to us who makes the best of it. Yes, you can spend the next few weeks, maybe the next couple of months, achieving nothing but fat gain and depression. But... You want my honest opinion? As a personal trainer, I think it's vital right now that we focus on our physical and mental health because we actually have the time to do it. Because what's the excuse we always use in day-to-day life? I don't have time. You've got time now. So although it's difficult, although it is hard to come to terms with this alternative reality, the final thing I'm going to leave you with the thing that dif- differentiates this podcast from the la- last one in the biggest possible way is that, yes, we have been switched over to an alternative train track. Yes, we are living an alternative life right now, a life that we never in a million years thought we would live. But the beautiful thing about that, a bit like the end of The Family Man, is pretty soon we're going to be switched back onto that other track again. And when Nicolas Cage was switched back onto his original track, the first thing he did was look at his alternative life and go, I actually really want that. I actually see what's really important. And so it's our duty to come out of this epidemic, to come out of this mini lockdown isolation period 
better than we went into it. It's our duty to learn the lessons that Mother Nature is trying to teach us right now, that the coronavirus is trying to teach us right now, that all of the constructs, etc., that we are facing right now don't matter. Those of you that follow me on Instagram, I was looking out my window the other day and I filmed a pigeon. And this pigeon was just going about his business and it made me realize that out of all of the billions of species that are on this planet, there's only one of them that is struggling with the coronavirus right now. Now I know there's reports of apes, etc., but let's put that on one side for a second. I mean, in a big, big way, the only people that are dramatically struggling with it is us because of obviously what it's doing to our species, but also because of the constructs that our species has created. So folks, no more looking at the coronavirus as a pessimistic thing and looking at everything that you've lost because all of the things that you lost will come back to you. Even if you are self-employed, even if you're in a position like myself where clients have had to leave, classes have had to end, when the world goes back to normal, all of those things will be able to resume. But right now, Mother Nature has gone, you guys need a break, so I'm going to give you one. Do me a favor, learn the lessons from it. And then when you go back into normal life, just change a few things and remember what's really important. And on that note, I'm going to leave it there. Next week, we will be covering something different other than the coronavirus, but a couple of podcasts that I think really needed to be said. And like I said, when you guys are out on your walks, which you may very well be listening to this, have a look at your step count. I hope you're doing all right. Uh, I hope you're joining the nice weather if you are watching this on a nice day like it has been. Again, Mother Nature's little gift. So <laughs> I've never been so spiritual in my life than during the coronavirus. But folks, hopefully you enjoyed this. If you did, the fan-bloody-tastic thing about these podcasts is they are now on Spotify and on iTunes. So if on iTunes is pretty much the only one that I know that you can rate on. So if you guys are watching this on iTunes, then if you give me a little review, little rating, that'd be absolutely amazing, just so we could boost this up a little bit. Because again, a lot of people need to hear this right now. There's a million and one different podcasts which are pessimistic, which are negative, which are scary. You know, you've only got to switch on the news to be terrified every five minutes. But with this one, I just want to share a little bit of optimism. And something that myself, my mate Bob Moises, and my academy are doing right now is something called Operation Optimism. Hashtag Operation Optimism. Because it's something the world needs right, right now because everybody's focused on what they can't do. Everybody's focused on what they lost. I want you listening right now to focus on what you can do and what you get to do. Operation Optimism, folks. I'll see you next week. Thanks very much.